Welcome to another episode of the Jones Underground Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Jones, and tonight you just get me. Um, we had a very busy sports weekend this weekend. A lot of things happened in the uh, sports for the very first time. We're discussing women's basketball for some reason. Uh, well, it's a very big reason we're discussing women's basketball, women's college basketball on top of that. So our topics, we got women's college basketball, Iowa versus LSU. We're going to get into that topic um, and the fallout from uh, Jill Biden's invitation. <laughs> we'll say to Iowa. Then um, we're going to talk about uh, Lamar Jackson's contract situation, kind of how that's going. Uh, we're going to discuss a little bit of the Lakers getting into the playoffs and maybe even getting the sixth seed this week. See how that works out. Um Anthony Davis has been a beast lately. And just wrap it up on that. <clears throat> but the first topic, we had a women's college basketball game going on on Sunday night. And I guess we had a situation where uh, it was an all-black team versus an all-white team. And we know how that works. And Iowa was the all-white team. And um, LSU was the all-black team. And at certain points... Um, well, the game was not as close as a lot of people wanted it to be. And people were blaming the refs and stuff. And at the end of the game, one of the star players for LSU started um, taunting and doing the I can't see me gesture and started pointing to her ring finger about the championship to the other star player for, for Iowa, Caitlin Clark. Now, for anybody that was kind of watching college basketball, Caitlin Clark has been all over the place this year. She's been, she's been balling. She's been a good player. She's been one of the best players. She's been like, uh, my man called her a female Larry Bird <laughs> on uh, first on uh, Undisputed, and she's been putting in work. She was putting in work uh, during the championship game. She got thirty points up. So. With that being said, now, when Iowa was winning, <laughs> when they beat South Carolina, she was can't see me, and, you know, she was doing a good amount of trash talking. So, of course, when LSU beat them, and our, our lady here, Angela Reese, <clears throat> put that same face up to her, put that same hand up to her, uh, can't see me gesture made uh, famous by Yayo and then John Cena. Everybody tend to have a problem with it. Say, oh, she didn't have any class, and it was the worst thing they ever seen. And um, one uh, Fox commentator even called her an effing idiot, which is like, you're a grown man talking about a 20-year-old girl. Calm your butt down. Go sit down somewhere. And even as all that uh, backlash was going on, you even had um, First Lady Jill Biden um, come come into the fray and say that she was going to ask if Iowa could come to the White House with LSU because they quote unquote played hard, even though they were soundly beaten in the championship game. Like if if there was going to be a team that got invited, a runner up that got invited to the White House, talk to the Eagles that just lost their Super Bowl by a grand total of how many points, you know, and they they played it close the whole time, so. <clears throat> when you see that, you know, it's very polarizing, especially for certain people, we'll say, uh, that look like Caitlin Clark. When you see a 
when you see an athletic black female, very dominating figure of a black female, getting in the face of a, a young, smaller white girl. And yeah, it's a, you know, to them and to a lot of people, it's a bad look, even though the stuff happens all the time, you know, in, in the realm of sports, you know, trash talk happens all the time. And, you know, this thing goes down and Caitlyn does a fair amount of trash talking and even Caitlyn Clark didn't have an issue with Reeves taunting her. But the fact that people made such a big deal out of it, the fact that it started a whole situation on Twitter, it just goes to show that this country has a long way to go on the one thing that seems to matter when it comes to sports and that's race. Anytime you in, you in, inject any kind of racist, racial situation in the sports, it becomes a big deal. This college basketball championship for women probably did better numbers than the men's championship did. And even though Iowa got beat up pretty good, it wasn't the snooze fest that UConn had with San Diego State. That game wasn't even close and it was everybody was on Twitter talking about how boring that game was. I hope that in some way that number one, we can learn to appreciate women's sports without having this element played into it and yeah hopefully that you know it might spark some kind of a of an interest in the game to where we start following these athletes even when they start playing for the WNBA um <clears throat> there needs to be a support system for women's athletics in a in a, and that's my serious thought but even with that being said we need to do it without putting race in there because if you, if we're just, if we're looking at high school sports, where you do have all white teams playing all black teams, uh, you do have a situation where, you know, the black players are, you know, being a certain way with the white players or the white players being certain ways with black players. And when you, and I know coaches that have coached these teenagers on both sides, the men's and women's sides of it, and when I sit here and say it is an issue, especially during the whole um, Colin Kaepernick kneel down situation and the whole, you know, it was a lot of stuff being said and done back then that was directed at black people who didn't want to stand for the national anthem. And I would say that this amount of backlash on Twitter matched that. You know, and it wasn't like somebody cheated or somebody laid hands on another thing or something like that. They they calling this girl for making this gesture. They calling her classes when another Iowa player literally laid hands on a ref and wasn't even called for a take on it. So I'm like, man, keep that same energy when <clears throat> I'm like, I'm not saying that taunting is right. I don't like being taunted. Nobody likes being taunted. You know, it comes to the point where trash talk does go over the line, but that was not a case of that. You know, and at the end of the day, to the victor goes the spoils. I'm not going to jump on First Lady Jill Biden so hard for inviting them to the White House because at the end of the day, it's a bad look when you trying to get the runner-ups to come to the White House because they quote-unquote played hard. No. You don't get a participation trophy in college sports. You win or you lose. And what my man Twister said, it meant too, the winners don't have to apologize to the losers. <laughs> That's what we do around here. And 
<clears throat> and once again, I hope that everybody that was sitting here making the big deal out of this and retweeting her doing the hand gesture and everything else, I hope that y'all, she's a sophomore in college. She'll be playing next year. I hope that y'all come out and support LSU ladies basketball. I hope y'all sell out these tickets in the regular season. I hope y'all have the same energy for these Lady Tigers next year because they can use it. You know, we need to really support women's sports. But other than that, I think that people need to stop overreacting to some of the images they see in sports. Sports is sports. It's, comp it's competition. Is People going to trash talk. People going to do stuff. Players going to play. <laughs> Shooters going to shoot. And people going to win. People going to lose. And some and everybody ain't finna win and shake everybody's hand and be all nice. You know, because yeah, people say people in the NBA too know it's all they playing basketball with each other in summer league. No. It's sports. You're going to have teams that don't like each other. And I ain't talking about like Detroit Pistons and um, Chicago Bulls level of dislike. I'm just saying there's going to be some some teams that, you know, once again, you're going to have some teams that win and they're going to act up a certain way, <laughs> especially when they beat a team that was acting a certain kind of way, you know. And I, I'll leave it there on that topic. The next topic, we're going to talk about um, Lamar Jackson. And the only reason I'm talking about this is because um, Lamar Jackson is in a very unique situation where he got franchised with the non-exclusive $32 million franchise tag. For those who don't really follow football players and what football makes, Lamar Jackson plays, he's a black, he's a black athlete that happens to play quarterback. Quarterback is the, one of the highest paid positions in the whole world, let alone the league of football. Um, one of his counterpoints, Daniel Jones just signed a, a contract that was paying him $40 million a year for three years. So we're not saying that, hey, you know, Lamar Jackson got an MVP. He, got a, he just won a couple of playoff games. He's, yeah, he has a little bit of an injury history, but it's not, you know, stopping him from balling out. He has a winning record as a quarterback. So, of course, you would think that the Baltimore Ravens would sign my man to a long-term deal before his contract went out, and that didn't happen. You would think with the Cleveland Browns signing Deshaun Watson, somebody who was accused of sexually assaulting 25 women, a whole guaranteed $254 million contract that if you assign this guy who didn't play for two whole years and had to sit out a whole nother 10 games of that same deal that they signed him to, you would think that if Watson got that money, then of course the Ravens, who play in the very same division with the same team that Watson got the money from, you would think that my man Lamar Jackson would have got his money. Didn't happen. Not only did it didn't happen with my man once again winning the MVP, leading the league in touchdowns, Doing all the stuff that he has done, there's only one quarterback that has better numbers, and that's Patrick Mahomes, who just won the Super Bowl. You would think that with them putting a non-exclusive tag on him and all you got to do is give up first round, two first-round picks to get him, you would think that any team would have jumped up and tried to sign my man by now. But nope, no one's made an offer. No one's come to the forefront. 
No one's even said, hey, we want a 25, 26-year-old MVP caliber quarterback that's in the middle of his prime. Nope. Even though six or seven teams are jumping through hoops to try to sign Watson just a cup just a year just a year ago or two years ago. So something has to be going on. Now I'm looking at the situation where we could easily sit here and say, for those who know we call it collusion, where all the owners got together and said, Hey, don't get in the way of this dude getting this money, period. Don't sign them. Don't mess with the Ravens. Don't get involved in the situation. Because at the end of the day, they're trying to make sure that they're not trying to pay quarterbacks an obscene amount of money. They was mad when the Cleveland Browns did it. So they want to make sure that they're not overspending on any more quarterbacks. So there could be a situation there. But even if you're not paying him the sun and the moon to play, you would think with however many teams need a quarterback, which there are quite a few in the league, that somebody would have at least got on the phone and gave up two picks to get him. The problem is Lamar Jackson is not playing the big old boys game. He's not playing the good old boys game with him. He hasn't hired a certified NFL agent. He's not trying to pay that money to no one. And with him trying to do his own thing, don't nobody like it. He's on Twitter putting out what they offered them don't like it and the owners people don't people have to understand these owners are billionaires so when these billionaire owners get together and they want to make a statement on these millionaire players it could be a situation now of course these are first world problems because at the end of the day this is entertainment and at the end of the day i'm sure my man at some point is going to play a game he's going to get his money he's going to get a deal and he's going to get back to playing football. I'm I'm 100% sure of that. It's just weird how you see this thing play out where you see one, and I'm not knocking my man Watson. He's another black man, fine individual, and, and, you know, whatever the situation he had going on, just keep him lifted up. But you see somebody who don't have the off-the-field baggage, somebody who has an MVP, has playoff wins under his belt, and y'all don't want to give this guy his money, but you're going to give this other guy his money. They pick and choose who they want to deal with, you know, and one guy had agents and, and had, you know, was playing the game with them. And I guess another guy ain't playing that game and they don't want to work with him. So I just find it funny <laughs> and hopefully somebody could. You know, hopefully my man can, you know, eventually get that situation worked out. Because at the end of the day, him getting paid don't make me a dime. <laughs> but moving on, Lakers. The Lakers are now um, in the seventh seed. I in the sixth seed in the West. All they got to do is beat the Utah Jazz, who are falling out. They're not even in the playoffs. And all they got to do is beat the Clippers. All they got to do is beat the Clippers beat the player that they just traded to the Clippers, Russell Wilson. All they got to do. And being honest, am I do I think the Lakers are going to win the championship this year? Not really. Do I think they have a shot to get to the finals? If Anthony Davis keep playing like he's been playing, yes. <laughs> if, 
if the players they have keep stepping up, Vanderbilt keep playing defense, um, Austin Reeves being really good defensively, um, Malik Beasley making shots, um, D'Angelo Russell coming through, LeBron James being LeBron James. Yeah, of course, the LeBron James team has a chance to get to the finals. I just hope that they keep, um, I hope they avoid the Phoenix Suns in the first round. <laughs> That's my thing. Um, I don't, you know, I'd rather them play Kevin Durant later than sooner. <laughs> and that's the only player I'm really, you know, that's the only team like in the West, you, you really be like, man, they got him. <laughs> but um, all the other teams in the Western Conference, the Warriors aren't what they were last year. I know Wiggins is coming back. I know they're happy about that. And then, um, how good are the Sacramento Kings? They're a three seed. That's kind of shocking that they've been consistent all year. So we'll see how that goes. Um, that'll be me for tonight. I'm not going to keep you guys too long. I just want to say thank you for everybody listening. Uh, God bless everyone who tunes in to us and supports us. Um, we got an announcement that we're going to make as far as the House of Jones on Facebook. So we'll keep you guys in tune for that. Um, once again, much love and God bless everyone and have a good